Good morning. Good morning. And good morning. It is Saturday, June the 17th, in the year of our Lord 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. It is Saturday, and that means it's a day for what we call on the wake-up call a Holy Spirit story. Today's is entitled, Susan and the Long Road of Romans 8. Our text, as always, is Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Hear now the word of the Lord. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. Susan and her husband are daily listeners to the wake-up call. As we made our way through Romans 8, she knew it was finally time to tell her story. As you will soon read or hear, the story is as painful as it is powerful. Many of the events are long in the past, and she has experienced much healing and restoration. She wrote to me, and I quote, My healing has been facing the truth of my life and seeing how God worked through all of the events. But this was a slow unveiling. Through many events, I have come to realize that the events of my life are a real testimony to God, and I need to share them. This has been hard, as I never wanted to. I have just recently shared my story with a couple of people at my church, my pastor, and now with the world through the wake-up call. This whole thing shows us a wisdom of both patience and restraint, waiting on the Lord until the proper time. Sometimes that can be days, and at other times it can be decades. Now, Susan's story in her own words, and if you listen, in her own voice. I want to share my childhood story, but please know that it's not about me. It's really a story of God's faithfulness and goodness. My life as a young child was good in many ways. I had two loving parents, two older brothers who were my best buddies, and a baby sister who I adored. I loved school and was basically a happy child. But there was a dangerous intruder in our home, and its name was alcohol. When my mother and father drank, they fought. I don't remember much about these fights, as my oldest 13-year-old brother distracted and protected me. He felt it was his responsibility to protect all of us younger kids from witnessing my parents' arguments and fights. One night, my brother decided that he needed to stop the fighting. He grabbed my dad's hunting rifle to make his point. When a struggle ensued, the rifle went off. 
killing my father with a single gunshot to his heart. Our world came crashing down. You can imagine the long-term impact of this event on my mother and on each of us children. I'm not here to share every struggle we had, but rather to proclaim that God's love was greater than the tragedy we endured. You see, God took this event and through it began to lead me and my family to himself. I was a seven-year-old who had never heard the gospel. After my father died, we moved to Arizona, where my mother's family was, and because of them, we were enrolled in a Catholic school. Surrounded by very kind nuns and priests, both of my brothers and I learned about God and about Jesus for the first time. I can still remember the deep joy I felt when I was baptized at the age of nine. I remember knowing without a doubt that God was giving me a new life in him. My mother remarried about this time, and after a year or so, the cycle of drinking and fighting resumed. These years, Jesus was my comforter and my security. I can't say the fights didn't bother me, but they led me to pray and to trust in Jesus. I felt God's love and protection. I also prayed for my mother. I did not understand addiction, but I knew she needed God in her life. She accepted the Lord at the age of 42 and was baptized. She also divorced my stepfather around that time. She seemed to have peace. So my mother took this first step, but she didn't really understand what else she needed to do. She did not have Celebrate Recovery or church family to help her. She remarried, and within the year, I received a dreaded call that my mother had died. My 13-year-old sister was critically injured, both stabbed by her new husband, who in his own words was on alcohol of all kinds and was desperately sick in mind. My precious sister died in surgery before I arrived home. I was only a child during most of this time and barely entering adulthood when my mother and sister died. It was not my doing, but God who poured his graces on me. I had entered the Franciscan Sisters just after high school. Through faith in him, the love I received from the sisters, God protected me from the darkness that could have entered my life had I been on my own. Romans 8 rang in my heart through this time. And we know all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. I knew without a doubt that my mother and sister were in heaven with Jesus. What about the man who took their lives? The Holy Spirit moved me to write him a short note that included the words, Remember, our Lord loves you. 
I learned later in an article he wrote for St. Anthony Messenger entitled God's Mercy on Death Row that this message was a light to him during a very dark and homeless, hopeless time. Later, he learned more about God's mercy and redemption and was baptized. So here I am 56 years later, realizing that the very events that I have been so ashamed, too ashamed to share my whole life, are a powerful reminder to me of God's faithfulness. I now share them with others that we might all proclaim God's power. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Thank you. The prayer. Abba, Father, we stand in awe of your goodness and mercy in the face of great tragedy and darkness. Thank you for Susan's story and the way you have shown her and us how nothing can separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ. We pray for this story to bring hope and healing to many and blessing to Susan and her family still on the journey. Come, Holy Spirit, and bring to mind our own stories and the ways you have and are intersecting them. Give us the courage to begin to share in your way and timing. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, how does Susan's story impact your faith? And for our hymn today, let's sing a couple of choruses reaching back now to two of our favorites, Sanctuary and I Love You, Lord. We'll start with the second one. The words are printed in the email today if you need to see them. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, O my soul, rejoice. Take joy, my King, in what you hear. May it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. And Lord, prepare me. To be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living. 
living sanctuary for you. Amen. Those simple courses are really hard to beat. Focusing our heart and our mind together in a real abiding connection with Jesus. Well, I'd love it if you would send a story of faith from your life we might use on a Saturday in the future. We'll be glad to attach your name or a pseudonym or anonymity. It's up to you. It can be a story of coming to faith, a story of transformation or of healing, deliverance. could be suffering met with sufficient grace, family reconciliation, prodigal returns, answered prayer. could be even a, what I call a Holy Spirit fail story, not where the Holy Spirit failed, but where we actually failed. I've got plenty of those. Word count of 500 to 800 words works well. We can flex a little bit there. Certainly, we can't guarantee publication, but we will assure you of our prayerful discernment and our appreciation in advance. You could reply to this email with your story. It'll come straight to me, and I'll be in touch. Give me a minute, though. I'm getting behind. Well, that's a wrap for today, Saturday. We'll send you out onto the Saturday fields of your life to sow the love of Jesus for the great awakening and it's for that awakening here I am J.D. Walt we hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you and thanks for listening to the wake up call powered by Seedbed be sure to share this with a friend leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall 